and welcome back to the That Got Me Thinking podcast. I'm your host Nat and today we are talking creativity but in a few ways. So the inspiration to pursue creating in any way that suits you without fear and constraints but also creating your own life without constraints with your own passions in tow. Now reading and writing has always been my creative outlet Writing helps me process and get perspective and space from my thoughts. And books have always been like magic to me, a sense of seeing my story or thoughts through another character. I'm currently writing a book and it can bring up a lot of fears, self-worth and worries. And my grandmother was the one who pushed me into reading. Her mantra was, if you can read, you can write. And if you can read and write, you can do anything you want in this world. Another big influence of mine is Elizabeth Gilbert and she wrote an amazing book on creativity called Big Magic. Now I'll read you this part which I think covers everything we're going to talk about in the podcast today and Elizabeth says let me list for you some of the many ways in which you might be afraid to live a more creative life. You're afraid you have no talent, you're afraid you'll be rejected or criticized or ridiculed or misunderstood or worst of all ignored. You're afraid there's no market for your creativity and therefore no point in pursuing it. You're afraid someone else already did it better. You're afraid everyone already did it better. You're afraid somebody will steal your ideas so it's safer to keep them hidden forever in the dark. You're afraid you won't be taken seriously. You're afraid your work isn't politically, emotionally or artistically enough to change anyone's life. You're afraid your dreams are embarrassing. You're afraid that someday you'll look back on your creative endeavours as having been a giant waste of time, effort and money. You're afraid you don't have the right kind of discipline. You're afraid you don't have the right kind of workspace, financial freedom or empty hours in which to reinvent and explore. You're afraid you don't have the right type of training or degree. You're afraid you're too fat. I don't know exactly what this has got to do with creativity exactly, but experience has taught me that most of us are afraid we're too fat. So let's put that in there for good measure. You're afraid of being exposed as a hat or a fool or a narcissist. You're afraid of upsetting your family, what it may reveal. You're afraid of what your peers and your co-workers will say if you express your personal truth aloud. You're afraid of unleashing your innermost demons and you really don't want to encounter them anymore. You're afraid your best work is behind you. You're afraid you've never had any best work to begin with. You're afraid you neglected your creativity for so long and now you can never get it back. You're afraid you're too old to start. You're afraid you're too young to start. You're afraid because something went well in your life once, so obviously nothing could go ever well ever again. You're afraid because nothing has ever gone well in your life, so why bother trying? You're afraid of being a one-hit wonder. In fact, you're afraid of being a no-hit wonder. <laughs> and I think Elizabeth Gilbert just puts it right out there. And this thought of holding ourselves back is the very concept of my chat with today's special guest. She's amazing, author and general, kick-ass woman, Lily Hayden. I hope you enjoy this podcast as much as I enjoyed reading her books and chatting with her. Have a lovely week. Take care. Hello and welcome back to the That Got Me Thinking podcast. I'm your host, Nat, and today we've got a really special guest. So we have got Lily Hayden and she writes chick lit with a kick so she's author of now seven books a mother of four children and she graduated with a degree in business and enjoyed a successful career in finance before fulfilling her lifelong ambition to write books now I'm really excited because 
words for me are kind of magic and how I make sense of my feelings and it's like therapy for me and books are a way of seeing my story through someone else's eyes so when I read one of your books I was amazed to see that you live near me and it really inspired me to think oh I can write that book that I've wanted to write too because like Lily's done it so welcome Lily to the podcast I'm like oh thank you (laughs) yeah thank you nah um yeah I'm I've actually got eight books now (gasps) so my um eighth book was out last Last week week. yeah so um so yeah it's been an absolute whirlwind um just to kind of put a chick lit with a kick what I mean by that is um I lean towards happy ever afters but with very real characters yeah that are just like us um and I know I've listened to your podcast before we've got flaws we make bad decisions where yeah. we have relationships with you know issues with relationships juggling life money societal expectations all the things oh, that you know we all tend to experience so yeah I love happy ever afters but I was getting frustrated with, um, you know, how kind of two-dimensional a lot of characters in those those books mm. are. Um, and yeah, like you said, I always wanted to write a book. Um, I always felt like it was something that other people do. Yeah. Um, you know, people who study English at university, people who've got connections in publishing and journalism. Yeah. Um, I'd worked for a bank since I was 20. I had four children by the age of 27. It, it's not for someone who, you know, works in a call centre and lives in Newport. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, you know, in three years on, I've put eight published books. I've hit the Kindle Top 100 list twice, reached number five in the Family Life chart. Um, my young adult dystopian action project Terror has actually been announced as a finalist in the 2020 wishing shelf book awards oh my gosh congratulations thank you but to be honest now the real highlight has just been meeting so many amazing people that I would never have met yeah other authors bloggers artists and the level of support just absolutely has blown me away oh that's so nice so actually it's almost been like a community that's yeah of this oh my goodness okay and I think for me you've I've re- I reached out to you after I read I think it was butterflies that I read yeah. um and I was like but this like I couldn't really resonate with this character it's not just like like you say two-dimensional it's not like a stereotypical you know oh yeah this is everything's picture perfect and all this thing happens and then everything's great and like I was like oh this is really real like this is great and I thought and then when I saw oh she lit like oh my goodness she's not like she lives where I live this is amazing and I thought I've got to reach out to her and you were just so lovely about it and I thought my goodness I could I could do that and so actually you know when you've been like writing things and you've been doing it for a little while yeah and I was like well well, I got I gotta do it now because I definitely else has done it (laughs) it's really supported me to feel like I could so you're yeah the way you've kind of brought that to the table has really helped and inspired me too for sure it's um oh that's so good to hear because it's there's nothing to stop do you know what I mean the publishing world needs more normal people in it um (laughs) and it's um I guess it's it's taking that risk I mean when I quit my steady career of 14 years and sat out on this journey I had absolutely no idea what I was getting myself into. Um, I had no contacts in publishing. I knew nobody who'd written a book, whereas now I know loads of people who've written a book and I know people um, who are like me, people I've met before who've now gone on to write books. 
Um, and it's amazing. Um, I mean, I had no idea what I was doing. I've got a little, I've not got, you know, I've got a little bit of an idea what I'm doing now, but <laughs> what I did have that kind of propelled me forward was a fear of being 70 years old and regretting never having had a girl. And I think that is what I th- think exactly. It's like, do I want to be like, you know, retired, possibly on my deathbed? And thinking, <laughs> yeah. oh, you know, I still got that word document somewhere. On- <laughs> I yeah. still got 30,000 words on a word document on some old laptop somewhere that I probably should have put out, even just for me. And I think that's where I look at it now is that I'm doing this for me. This is something I feel I've got to say. And that that's it, I suppose. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, we're conditioned to follow, you know, the expected yeah. safe paths in our careers and our lives. Yeah. We measure kind of our material, our you know, our worth in, our mater- worth. Yeah, yeah. in material things. We think that professional success equates to happiness. Um, but it got to the point where, especially as a mother, I would be so gutted if my children had this dream that I did and they didn't take a chance on it because they were scared of failing. You know, we think people are watching us, but nobody who matters is going to laugh if you fail. If you sell, you know, yeah. in, in publishing, to be honest, if you sell one book <laughs> in the massive, huge kind of part of this, like millions and millions of books out there, it's it's not about kind of success in that terms it's about doing what you want um and you'll be surprised at the people that do support you and it really is it it really is a kind of marathon yeah okay yeah I can appreciate that rather than the sprint to be you know yeah whoever it's about your voice and your writing progression I suppose yeah definitely definitely but um it it was a risk um Mm. but we tend we we tend to view risk taking negatively um i guess some risks don't pay off um but they lead us to you know lessons failure is not the opposite of success it's a stepping stone to success um i do treat it like a project like a business i am corporate at heart you know i've worked in like banking insurance and things like that you only get out what you're putting in but it's you know it's worth it a million times over I love that about the path and I think you're right we sometimes think if we fail and I like I love the podcast and the the things with Elizabeth Day when she's like philosophy and I think it's never a failure it's usually like a path to something else that we maybe never considered before but how did you decide okay this is really something like I feel I need to do because like you say you're in this job and things were quite you know yeah it's definitely something that I kind of looped around to I circled back and forth to the idea mm. you know for a while um it's the the actual story of why I did it is a kind of turning point um essentially what it comes down to and we do make a joke about this basically my best friend did me to do it at the age of 35 <laughs> you're never too old <laughs> and we do we joke and we say you're never too old today your friends to do something stupid and um my friends um has always been one of my biggest supporters um it was the case of having someone that believed in me he's a very successful motivated person he really pushed me into taking that first step um in fact to make sure that I couldn't back out um we were actually in Spain for the weekend um he 
actually booked me my first cleaning job to support myself before we'd even got on the plane home. So I felt like I had to, um, I felt like I had to follow it through and have my notice in because I... Well, you did like, yeah, yeah written your resignation letter for Pretty you, much, yeah. But um, I mean, it, I did, I don't think I had to be so extreme to, to quit my job because, um, you know, I, I work now, I work 40 hours a week and I, I write around it, but... Um, I had to break my routine to start writing because yeah. I'd started and stopped half-heartedly so many times. Oh, I can resonate. Yeah, yeah. it was changing my very safe, predictable life. It made me feel I had to follow it through because I, do you know what I mean? Because I had too much mm. invested not to now. I couldn't just sheepishly a year later go, oh, well, I didn't do it. So am I going to go back to work now? It would have just been, you know, I would have let myself down. And, and I think, like you say, it's, thinking about how your children how you would want them to do things I think it's a big motivator for me as well yeah. one one of mine is particularly into like uh theatre and mu- musical theatre and she really wants to do that and so many people have said to her in school or oh, you know why are you doing that don't do that you could do this and I think and you know I've said to her if you you know what would be worse if you never tried yes. or if you tried and thought okay well I can try something else now. yeah and um, and I think sometimes I need to take my own advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, isn't it? But um, but yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right with your daughter. You know, at the end of the day, she can get a job doing anything to support herself. Yeah. But it's a lot, you know, why wouldn't she follow follow her dream? And it's, you know, in that industry, it is tough. And it is, you know, there is going to be rejections. And you do have, you know, talent sometimes, talent's not everything. You do have to be lucky or connected. But... Mm. As long as it makes you happy, you know, it, that's more important. We None of us are taking our money and our cars going with us. us. Yeah, absolutely. No. And I think sometimes we're given talents for a reason, aren't we? You know, we've got these things we love and we enjoy. And sometimes when we use them, we're like, oh, I'm, I'm like a much better version of myself when I'm doing these oh. things. I'm like lit up. Oh, and when I yeah. don't, I'm horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's it, it, it's been a real, real journey. I mean, there's so many things I've learned about myself. Um, just yeah. even making myself, giving myself that one year, and I was like, right, this is what I'm gonna do. It made me realise that life wasn't holding me back. I was holding myself back. Um, you know, with oh, all wow, these, so yeah, with all these perceptions, thinking, oh no, you have to, you know, you have to have a sensible job. There's no other yeah. option you can't write a book because your parents aren't journalists and you haven't got an Oxford education um, <laughs> yeah. or you know you just have to be determined to just see it through to the end and you can apply that across you know whatever it is deep down that you want to do um yeah again and sometimes yeah go on it's hard. No, I just think sometimes it's, we want immediate results, don't yes. we? We want the book written. We want to see it on the bestseller list. We want to be, you know, having a book launch. We want all these yes. things. And that can be any. That can be anything, can't it? Sometimes that can be losing weight. We want to have lost a stone in a week. We want what you know. We want it now. We're so like quick, especially you know, you can log on to anything and have it now, can't you? Know it's so quick. And I think there's something to be said for perseverance, and there's something to be said for following it through and then seeing that end result. It hasn't got to be yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, oh, a hundred percent. It's, it's, it's. I think I've really learned to be grateful for what I've got. Um, it's yeah. easy to say, harder to do because in this world, 
you know, especially with social media and stuff, we display the best parts of our shiny, filtered lives. Um, Like you said, everything's kind of instant gratification. But sometimes that pegging away, you know, I'd come home and I'd be like, right, I've got to write 2,000 words now, 3,000 words now. Um, And just kind of that hard work and being that disciplined. Yeah, Mm. it really makes it, you know, it really makes you appreciative and, even when, you know, working for yourself, it's easy to notice um, that I feel frustrated when I'm not giving 100% or, um, you know, I... You've kind of fractured energy. It's all gone different places. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So when it's just holding yourself accountable um, and be, and just being really grateful. Um, and again, like with my friend, just surrounding yourself with people that believe in you um mark really believed in me and made that different and it's been so funny seeing the people who have been the you know in your personal life who are so supportive and then there's going to be people that aren't but yes what can you do and i guess they're not they're not your people no. then, you know i think i would our, our version of who we want in our lives changes don't we as we change and especially when you make a big change like that and you're like no this is what i'm gonna do sometimes the greatest people who you think are supporting you don't because sometimes we remind them of what they're not doing in their own lives sometimes because they think oh god I wanted to do that and now they're doing it well you know it can it can put a lot of resentment in sometimes definitely definitely so what books and authors do you enjoy then Lily when you're not do you ever have oh yeah I read um I read uh, pretty much every day um Oh, every me. day so at them I'm quite eclectic um I do like chiclet which is why I I got into it because especially having um like children sometimes you don't want anything heavy or anything dark you just want yes. something nice Enjoyment. yeah something yeah. nice and sunny um so yeah I um at the moment I'm I've got a reason two books at the moment Emily Child you know the Jack Reacher ones. yes yeah um I uh, yeah, those ones are quite difficult to read, aren't they? Because after, if you read a few, mm, if you read a few in a row, you think you're, um, you know, you think you can go out and kill someone with your beer hands <laughs> because you get, re- <laughs> I get really, really into whatever I'm into reading. The yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'll, um, I'll be out on a bus somewhere at some point after reading a couple of Jack Reachers, thinking, uh, thinking I could be a vigilante. But um, and at the same <laughs> time, um, I'm reading George Orwell. Um, but um but yeah so I do like to kind of flip between flip between books and mix it but yeah I I do tend to read every day even if it's just a couple of pages um but then I've always really loved books yeah and me I think it's been something from a really young age for me and it's helped me I don't know for me it's just helped me see it's where I go to search for like yeah I suppose I can see someone else's story yeah and I very much like I love a self-development book but I do like fiction I love something where I can just like go into I can forget a whole day sometimes if I'm into a book I can just be like I don't even know what's going on I can really go into a (laughs) yeah like oh it's tea time kids yeah (laughs) yeah I can 100% relate to that and that's what I love about them I love writing them because I love it when people talk about my characters. People say that about your yeah, books. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, oh, I read that, you know, um, in three hours. Or, oh, you know, um, my one friend was texting me about um, one of my characters. Like, oh, my God, I hate her. And it's just lovely. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, because representation and, and things and being really honest and having really 
real flawed characters um and a variety you know of different people that maybe you know you wouldn't come across in you know in your normal kinds of life maybe you would maybe you would have judged them before but I hope you can see a kind of different side to them like in new roles one of my book it was um about basically I used to be an inclusion diversity lead for a large company um and that kind of inspired um the story it's light-hearted it's almost poking fun at the tick box exercise that some companies treat their (laughs) responsibilities um yeah. And, you know, we've got these two characters. Kate's this, like, super professional um, corporate woman. And then Ellie is, in all, for all intents and purposes, um, you know, a, a bimbo. Um, and I just want you to come out of that having more respect for Ellie um, than Kate um, because of her values to the core of her. She's not hurting anyone. She's not putting anyone down. And I felt that really came across. And I was like, you know, good i'm glad <laughs> you know i'm glad I yeah changed pers- yeah perspective absolutely so yeah it's it, it's nice and it's it's important to me oh i love that okay i've got i've got two questions that i always ask lily so um has there been i think you've probably kind of alluded but has there been an event or something that's happened in your life that's completely changed your outlook and perspective and I know you try to change other people's perspective by your writing but has anything ever happened for you um I mean there are a few events that have kind of made me appreciate what I've got and also shaped my attitude um but the and I think I've met, I mentioned it earlier the the one turning point when it came to actually writing books was you know, basically Mark daring me to give up my job. In all <laughs> says, I think Mark's great. I've never met him, but he's but awesome. yeah. And um, it, from that point of view, it's, it, it's kind of made me want to challenge people in my life to, to you know, do what you want to do, yeah. support people, um, take a risk. Don't worry about looking silly. No one's, you know, the people who are laughing at you don't matter um yeah but yeah um remembering one of the things that he says to me is other people's opinions of you are not your business you can get <laughs> I love he that said, one. you know you get people who are unsupportive or judgmental but a good way to look at things is if people are saying things about you they're either true in which case I'm 38 years old so yeah I already know. I'm 38 years old <laughs> yeah. I've come to terms with it or it's wrong so you know just do it if if people are going to judge you they're going to judge you anyway is Mark quite smug now that you've been this successful and he's you into <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, I think he's waiting for my Netflix deal to come through so he can get a star yeah, in role. Yeah, waiting for the, <laughs> bit at the beginning of the book. This is Amy at Mark. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, be that friend to your friends as well, just, you know, as well as to, your, to yourself. Yeah. Um, because it really, really does matter and make a difference. Make a difference. Oh, wow, okay. Finally then... What do I always aim at this women because this is mainly our audience, but it hasn't got to be just women. What do people need to know? Like, what what is something that you want us to finish on? Like your little bio for the end of our podcast. Um, I really live by, um, and I say this about four or five times a week to my friends, to my kids, colleagues. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Um, just yeah. focus on your business, focus on what you've got. There's always someone who's richer, happier, prettier, more successful. At the same time, there'll be people that don't support you. It can hurt. You cannot fixate on that. You're just stealing your own time. Um, and it works both ways as well. When I say 
don't worry about what everyone else is doing if you catch yourself because we do as people it's really natural Mm. to judge someone else ask yourself why it matters and we compare definitely. ourselves so much definitely oh but when goodness. you're focusing on your own business on your own happiness you haven't got time to be yeah time. so yeah don't worry about what everyone else is doing you, you've got to just do what's right for you definitely you. i've just written that down so you know that could be a text <laughs> or something like that i'm sure <laughs> maybe by the end of the day so where can people find out about you and your amazing books? Because they are amazing. Oh, thank you. Um, so you can find out more about me on Amazon, Lily Hayden, or on my website, Hayden Woods Creative. And I will tag you in this podcast when it goes out so people can find out much more about you from that as well. And this has been like for me talking about books and people who, it, you know, that I totally resonate with has been an amazing start to oh, my morning. Amazing. So thank you so much for your time. I've loved Thank it. you. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Like I said, I've, I'm really happy to come on because I know you talk about like progression, not perfection, confident <laughs> introvert, Definitely. all those things resonate so much with me. Oh. So like, yes, Nat. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, I think we're kindred spirits on the books yes, and the topics definitely. by the sound of it. So amazing. And I'm so glad we've managed to bring all that in because I think just having the confidence to say and show the world something that you have created is huge, isn't it? It's so vulnerable because this is like, this is a piece of me and now you could judge it if you want to. So how you've done that, I think is incredibly brave and it's really inspired me to do much more of that. So I, yeah, I think Amazing. Very I'm very much looking forward to uh, to seeing books from you in the oh, future. Oh, gosh. So you could hear first, I know. It's, yeah, so I can't, I definitely can't back. You will be on my mark really this morning. So I definitely can't back out now. Amazing. Have a lovely day, everyone. And thank you so much, um, Lily, again. For being thank you. Thanks. Bye.